You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? This is Taylor Vipolis, and welcome to the Players Lounge, a podcast brought to you by Inside Carolina in partnership with Heels for Life, UNC Football's NIL collective created to bring together UNC football players, fans, and businesses. I'm hosting this with my former teammate, Shaquille Rashad, and today we're joined by defensive lineman Keyshawn Silver. Keyshawn, appreciate you getting on here. Your nickname is the Big Country, and I'm curious, where did, where did the nickname Big Country come from? Um, well, you know, being from Rocky Mount, that part of town, uh, it's kind of like in the country area. And uh, one day, I probably say around my sophomore year, one of my good friends, um, it was just joking, and uh, he, he was like, "Hey, you you so big, you might as well be the Big Country." And then it just went off from there. So then, uh, I say through. My whole high school experience, I tried to disclaim it like, nah, that's not my name, it's not my name. And then I was like, hey, got the college, I was like, hey, this should be my nickname. So I just <laughs> kind of went all with it. I was going to give the people what they want. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say, you can't be big country unless you're somebody of your stature, walking almost, you know, 6'5", 300 plus pounds. Like, nobody's calling me big country if I'm from the country. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Um, another thing I saw when I was looking at a Keyshawn, like going through Twitter and everything this morning, saw that something said your favorite player ever at all time is De- uh, Dennis Rodman. Where does that come from? All right. So back in high school, when I played basketball, I was made like a defender. And, uh, you know, like everybody had that idol who they lit up to. And I lit up to Dennis Rodman. So I mean, yeah. That feels not random. Like I, I totally get it and I respect it. But I'm thinking like, Robin was barely playing when I was growing up. So it's yes. like, I think about like who that would be for me. And I just don't know who those players are. So it's pretty cool that you recognize him. And uh, he's one of your favorites or the favorite, I guess. Yes, sir. Were, were you going back and watching like old Bulls film? Is is that how he became your favorite? Uh, definitely. Yeah. He was just somebody that was wild and uh, they really didn't really care. And he just played the game hard. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> you, you mentioned your, your basketball talents. And I'm wondering, do you still have it? Is is that who you would compare yourself to on the on the court, a uh, Dennis Rodman, where you know your defense is kind of setting the tone? Hey, the basketball game would never go anywhere. That's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you've got it still? It's never left. I like it. I like I'm messing it. With you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> no, it's fair, Ed. Because my next question was if you can pick four other guys or also you can make a team of five maybe you don't make the cut I don't know how you feel about it wow. but let's say you get you get five guys from the basketball from the football team 
to go play basketball right now, who are you picking as your five? We were just having this discussion the other day. So I'm going Drake May, Drake May, Austin Richards, Desmond Evans, and uh, I'll probably go Raven Hassan. Wow. And me, I'm, myself. And me, myself, yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking, like, you got a lot of guys in the post down there, don't you? Hey, hey <laughs> we get it done. <laughs> How far? And, uh, how, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. And uh, Jacare is currently six man. I like okay. that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm imagining hey, you, you Richards, Vahasic, all on the court together. Is there enough spacing there? No, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Keyshawn, you take that team. You guys roll on the March Madness. Let's call it as a, a 10 seed next year. How deep do you guys think you're playing? We're going to the championship. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> a message. Outside of, outside of football, what what would you say you like to do in your free time? Like, what are your hobbies for fans to kind of get to know, you know, the, the player outside of the helmet? Uh, I mean, I like to have fun, really. I, I feel like I'm a people's person. Uh, I like being around people, like being around family. Um. I really just like I'll be I'll be like playing a game, stuff like that, sleep. <laughs> no more personal life really at the out of sports. Yeah. <laughs> what what games are you playing? Uh I get on that 2K that matter. Call of Duty. I play some rare things. Who who's the best Madden player on the UNC team? Because that's that's something that's always uh, pretty contentious. That's personal right there. It's uh, personal. I don't know. <laughs> I probably put uh, Jaleel Taylor in there. He's pretty nice. A- after the season's over, we'll have to host a uh, Inside Carolina Madden tournament challenge or something w- with NIL. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fun. Wait, and Keyshawn, so you're you're a Madden guy now in 2K. When NCAA comes back next year, whatever the game's be called, you think you'll switch over to that, or you stand true to Madden? The NCAA definitely got to get up there. Yeah. Boys going to be out there. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm pumped for that to come back. Oh, uh, yeah. Very cool. Well, you mentioned playing games, hanging out with friends, stuff like that. Let's move over to movies because I was going through Twitter and saw a picture you tweeted of you and Javari Ritzy just like in the Step Brothers pose. <laughs> so, one, can you tell us a story and how that came to be? And two, are you a Step Brothers guy? Uh, okay, so – I say Javari's like my best friend, you know, five, six combo. Been friends for a long time. And it was like, go around campus, you hear Matt Brown, look at the twin brothers together, this and that, step brothers. So I'd be like, okay, cool. So <laughs> then I was like, um, I was just scrolling on Twitter and I seen like actually like the step brothers. So what is it? Uh, it was up there. And I was like, hey, let's take this picture on picture day. So we just turned out of that. And uh, yeah. That's pretty funny. I, I don't know how I missed it the first time, but I died laughing this morning when I was looking <laughs> at it again. <laughs> Very cool. And so going back to that, I know a lot of other things scrolling through there, but you um, were a big-time recruit, obviously, coming out of high school. How did you land on Carolina? Uh, really, that's a hard question to answer. I mean, um, you know, having 40 other options and uh, – just trying to pick a home, I felt like Carolina was a good choice because, like, close to home and uh, the culture here, so. Yeah, and that's something I don't think we've touched on a bunch on here. I think a lot of people be curious about is, like, you say 48 other options? Yeah. How did you – where do you even start to narrow that down? Because you're not taking 48 visits, you know? You're not jumping on the phone every night with 
50 coaches um and obviously there's multiple people from every school like where do you even start with that many offers to say okay like let me really hone in on these 20 or these 30 like whatever it is yeah so having 40 options so the first thing you got to cut is is uh where's the school located some people might suggest close to home some people might like far away from home. my decision was it really didn't matter you know so the second option was was the coaches like reaching out to me. If that wasn't the case, then you know cut them off. The second option was like uh, when they really interested in me was like I'd be a big fatter there. Yes, no, that'd be another cutoff. And then the other part was like just going over there to see how how like the players interacted with me and like how the coaches interacted. So I mean, at I, the end of the day, you're gonna have to respect. But I mean, that's that's the point of the game. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like I was playing NCAA football there for a second when when you were going through that and trying to recruit in that game when when everybody's talking about, you know, like the proximity to home, play for a winner and trying to hear you kind of verbalize that is is something that I never really went through in in my uh recruiting process because I I got accepted into Carolina and I knew I was going to go to Carolina and, and that was about it, but 20 20- it, it's uh it's a lot different of an experience than me and Shaq had you were uh 24/7 sports had you as a five-star recruit the 28th best player in the class of 2021 how was that challenge handling the expectations that come with being that highly regarded um I could say like you I mean it's, it's random sometimes it's like one day you're three star one day you're four star. As they are five star, and it's like, do I change my personality? Do I change the way I play, style of play? And it's like, with me, I was like, I'm from Rocky Mountain. It's like big time things happen, but I'm still gonna be the same person. I like my style of play is like, I like stopping the run, I like doing this, I like doing that. So I'm not gonna change my play because I earned a five star. Like, still be the same person I was before. I'm definitely gonna be the same person after. So. Yeah, and that was a big-time class coming in. Like, I, I remember when you committed and and just looking at everyone come in. It's like, wow, that's nuts. And so everyone could see that 2021 class had a ton of potential, has still has a ton of potential. Like, what was a conversation like? Were y'all talking about teaming up and what your potential could be moving forward? Is that a thing y'all still keep in touch about? Like, what was that part of the process like? All uh, right, so, I mean, honestly, they said the best in Carolina stay in Carolina. So, I mean – I kind of got my guys together. I was like, bro, like, we could actually change this thing around because, like, you know, he got older guys playing. So it's going to it's gonna obviously be an opportunity there for us. So, I mean, it's, it's not that we can't stop, man. It's going to even look better on our resume because, like, we went to Carolina and we played and expectation after that league, uh, jobs and stuff like that. So, and that's going to be a, a, a great degree on your resume. From, from that class of 21, you have Drake May now absolutely spinning that thing for Carolina who who was the most <laughs> instrumental in getting him to flip from Alabama in that class of 21 anybody in particular you talking to him me <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my dude oh <laughs> uh, that's funny that's really cool I um like where do you think since you've gotten here you guys have so many phenomenal players like where do you think you've grown the most since you've gotten on campus and and where do you think you still may have some areas to continue to grow and improve uh what you mean by like football wise or yeah football wise but I think a lot of the stuff off the field leaks into competing on the field too like I can say 
I wasn't able to really pay any attention like competing off the field until I knew what the heck was going on off the field. It's like, where do you think you've grown the most that impacts you, whether it is, you know, managing time better off the field or, or preparing an off season, like whatever that is. Uh, I say definitely managing more time to myself, like away from football, away from class, away from everything. I feel like uh, it's definitely going to be that moment where I need to like get to know myself better than I do now. I mean, I'm me, so I mean, you know, getting better to know, like, actually what I like to do out of football, so. Yeah, and you got some time to figure it out. Maybe not in season, but out of season, you got a little time to try to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And for the most part, when you make the jump from high school to college, everybody has that welcome to college moment where you realize you you can't get away with some of the stuff you did in high school on the field when everybody is, you know, matching that athleticism and, and the strength and the speed. Do you have a moment in particular where you kind of it opened your eyes and was like, "Wow, I'm I'm not in high school anymore." Uh, I could say uh, I came in pretty strong, pretty fast, pretty big, obviously. But uh, I think it was like a play where I went against uh, Ed Martellis and uh, Awesome Richards. <laughs> <laughs> Gave me that word. That was like my I say probably my fifth practice there. Spring practice that gave me that work. So, I mean, I held my ground, but still, I was young. Yeah. And Marcus McKeithen. Were you yeah, Marcus so? Were you playing a double or something on that play? Double ain't even a word. Because <laughs> it's it's different, man. Like you think about high school football and like those double teams. I would bet there were times where you had double teams come at you where both the guys added up. Probably still not that much heavier than you. You take on a six hundred fifty pound double team. It's it's different in there. Like it's. Grown man. <laughs> I mean, in high school, I mean, you're going against people that's like six, five, three hundred pounds. But when I first got here, I had to go against Marcus McKeith. He was like six, eight, three fifty. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I was I was still young at the time, and it took me a minute to learn how to adjust to taking on blocks. You know, in high school, you rip go. Yeah. But in college, you got you got to you got to fix. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My my uh my welcome to college moment was uh in high school I was just the fastest person just ran go go routes every time no kind of moves at the line one of my first practices Jabari Price at corner pressed me into the opposing sideline so badly <laughs> so badly that I almost considered not coming back out the next day that that's how that's how humbling that kind of moment was for me but where do you feel like you know, you're you're obviously just going into your in your second year now at Carolina. Where do you feel like you have the most room for improvement out on the field? Out on the field, uh, you know, it's just it's a time thing at this point. Uh, just got to be patient. Got to wait my turn. You know, uh, got a lot of older guys in front of me. So I mean, Raven Haskins, uh, Kevin Hester, they're going to be great players one day, and uh, I just got to wait my turn and just be patient. But me. Um, Improving, I would say, just the pace, uh, being being like I said, mentally tough and just being patient and stuff. That's probably stuff that I have to be like uh, work on right now. 
Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Speaking of being on the field, one of the things I noticed was you uh you made the switch from the single digit to fifty five this year. Was there yeah. anything that was that went into that? Like what was the story there? Uh just being a teammate. That's all I can say right now. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean that happens, right? Like you gotta be a teammate. That's that's a big important part of things too. I respect it. Just being a good teammate, that's all I can say. And what's the the defense has had some good moments early in the season, had some moments where they've kind of struggled at times this season. What's being said when you guys are are meeting as a unit and in your position rooms to turn that around and kind of be that top 25 defense that people had hoped to see with, with the talent that's in the room? Um, everything needs work. Uh, even on a good day, everything needs work. So I'll probably say like an App State game, um, good win, uh, good everything, but there's still more work to be done. And uh, I felt like that week that we came back, I felt like we had a great week of practice. I think we fixed the minor errors that we uh, messed up in. But what be said, um, I can say like Coach Chiz, he's a great coach. And he just talks about like improving and getting better, getting better. Okay, at the end of the day, our W is a W. But, like, got to be blessed. Like, we're three and us. So, I mean, just got to stay humble down this process, down this uh, time. Yeah, when you look at the the landscape of college football, you you watch a team like Notre Dame lose to Marshall. You watch a team like Texas A and M go down to App State. So it, it means something that you guys are three and zero, and you guys are finding enough plays to win. And you you mentioned the patience part, playing behind guys like uh, Ray Vahasic and, and Kevin Hester. How do you stay positive on the sideline and and just around the building and at practices? when you're not making the impact that you'd like to on the game, but knowing that, um, but kind of trusting that your time is going to come. Um, so like you said, like I said earlier, uh, patience is a big key. And how I do it, um, I literally talk to them every day. Like off the field, I'm one of my best friends. I, I express myself. I could say what helps me is, is that I express myself a lot. So I feel like I talk to them guys. All I hear is just like keep going. And they ain't gonna be called. This gonna happen. This gonna happen. So it's it's hard. It's it's hard, but it's that's when the mentally tough part come in. So if you're mentally tough, you're gonna survive during this month. But if you're not, then it's gonna be hard for you. So like I said, like I talk to them every day. Like they're my best friends, for on on the field, off the field. So I mean, expressing yourself with help. So I think another cool thing that's probably helping you with that is you talked about all the different ways to get better. You're saying even on a good day, there's ways to get better. You know, always competing, always getting better. What kind of work are you doing in season to keep getting better? Because I think 
a lot of times it's easy for people to slip into the trap like, hey, I worked all offseason. It's season time now. Now I'm just playing. When, when, like you were saying, you're still developing every day and getting better. What is it that you're doing to to stay healthy, to get better at your craft, all that stuff? Uh, first thing is diet. Um, I could say when I first came in, COVID hit, and uh, my family was kind of strict about me going out and working because they, you know, if I come back in, people will get sick. So that was the first thing I'd say diet and uh, also like flexibility. I need to work more on my flexibility. And then one day, I feel like I'd be a great ball player, ball player with that. If you get any good stretches, anything like that, send them my way. I got to work on my flexibility <laughs> too. I was, oh, I was yeah. actually just on Amazon looking at some stuff to stretch out right now. <laughs> I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing I wanted to ask you about in season, and this is really unique because I don't, I don't think we get to talk about this enough. Can you just walk us through what your average Tuesday in season looks like? Tuesday is still the long day for y'all, right? The longest yeah. probably. What Probably. just walk us through like from the time you wake up in the morning to when you go to bed? What does a Tuesday look like? All right, cool. So Tuesday, uh, I probably wake up about five o'clock. Head to a city about five thirty. Brush, you know, brush my teeth, shower, just in that. Thank you, Brad. Um, that part, yeah, you got to yeah. get that in there. You got to get that. <laughs> That's in. the case. That's the case. That's the case. Uh, head over there, uh, get tape, uh, eat breakfast. It's about like six fifteen. Okay. Meet start at six twenty. After that special teams meeting, then position meeting, about mm, 7.30. Then after that, go back in there and meet as a unit. Then uh, go back out. It was about 8 o'clock. No, it was about 7.30. Okay. Then go to the locker room, get dressed, 7.45-ish. Hands tape, 7, 7.50. Heading over there, uh, about 8 o'clock, you know, 8.15-ish. Practice start by 8.20. Uh, get in practice. Drills, et cetera. Practice go about 10, 15. If you've got 11 o'clock class, you leave. 12 o'clock class. Uh, I got 12 o'clock class. And then after that, you got tutoring. Probably like 2 o'clock. I got another class. Uh, another class at 5 o'clock. I get out to 7. So then after that, I just come on, play a little video games, go to sleep about 10 o'clock. <laughs> That's a full day. You've had a full day by the time a lot of people are waking up, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's something that that fans don't real realize like how structured every day is where it feels like every minute of your day is is planned out and you have something that by the time you get home it's like i, I survived another day it's it's pat myself on the back yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely a long day it's a it, job. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a job at this point, which is why I've I've always been in favor of of NIL and letting players kind of profit off off their names. But from when the days that me and Shaq played in, in like that 2015 season, I think we had some of some of the best player led leadership. When you're looking at this defense specifically, who would you say are the best leaders on the defense? Um. It's, it's really a, a very leadership team. I say on defense for for us that I know is uh say Grand Power Echoes, you know, and uh, they 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 just, they're like the quarterbacks of the defense. So I feel like they lead the team very wise, and they they, they set up the defense so well. Like they're just great players, and it's how they how they move and stuff like that. So they're great leaders. And on the D line, uh, obviously like Raven Hassey, um, Kevin Hester, like leaders like that. Um, yeah. yeah, coming into the season, I feel like from the outside perspective, the linebackers were the biggest question mark. You knew what said Gray was, but 
Power Eccles had never really played uh, significant snaps at this level. And they really gave him a lot of credit for the the turnaround at Georgia State, where after he talks to the team on the sideline, I think I think it was uh, four consecutive punts from Georgia State to close out the game and make sure that you guys did win. What what did Power say on on the sideline? Because it seemed like it was uh, a pretty in, intense delivery from him. Can't say too much, but uh, <laughs> definitely just get a stop and get a three and zero. Let's get. They're no, uh, no doubt. <laughs> and I think that is the highlight. Like you mentioned it earlier, <clears throat> you said, let's get a stop, let's get a three. And like that is the highlight of all this. Sure, there's a lot of stats you want to clean up. Sure, there's a lot of stuff you need to work on. But like three and oh, heading into the bye week, wins are tough to come by in college football. Like they, they are, really yeah. are at home on the road. Wins are tough to come by. <laughs> so, what are the vibes like around the building defensively, uh, whole team, everything? Just thinking like, yeah, we got stuff to work on. But also, like, as we're three and oh, you know? Yeah. Um, like I said, going against great teams and uh, great wins, I mean, it's definitely excitement around the building, but it's like the job's not finished. So, like, you know, we got a game over, game's over, all right, we're good. then we got to focus on the next game coming yep. up. So, I mean, it's good for a moment, but at the end of the day, like, we still got to keep going, so. Yeah, you guys like you, you guys are on your, your bye week now, no game this week, you versus Notre Dame when you come back to Chapel Hill, which is going to be a really fun environment in Keenan Stadium. But the the bye week, sometimes you get, you know, 24 or 48 hours where you don't have to be in Chapel Hill. Do you have any any bye week plans? Uh, probably just take care of the body, really. <laughs> That's about it. Smart man. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> um, another thing you may have some time to do during bye week, I saw you have a, a YouTube channel now with NIL and everything. Can you talk to us a little about the YouTube channel, what you got going on there? Tell the people uh, you got listeners. Okay, okay, okay. So got kind of bored, talked to my fan. I was like, I should start a YouTube channel. So YouTube channel is a big country. So I mean, and let's shoot some more videos. I need to shoot some more videos around campus anyway. I got a video that's going to probably come out probably um, two days from now. I was at a little purple bowl cut. So I like it. And one of the things I've seen too is ice cream with Keyshawn. What's your favorite flavor? I like all. I'm kind of this. This 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 is the bad part. Like a black toast. So I still eat ice cream. Just power through. Uh, Are you are you eating keto ice cream or anything? You're just saying it's worth it. It's just worth it. It it is what it is. I like that. I like that. The uh, the ice cream with Keyshawn, I thought was a, a cool concept where you interview a guest. Is there a a dream guest for you in, in your mind where it's like, I would love to pick this person's mind and, and be able to interview somebody? Um, Matt Brown. I think that would be funny. <laughs> yeah. What's what's um, stopping it? We got it. Seriously. <sighs> Yeah, I, I'm. I need to go reach out to tell them. Uh, my YouTube video. That'd be a fun one to check out. That'd be a fun yeah. one. Well, Keyshawn, man, we we appreciate you jumping on. We always close this by plugging HeelsForLife.org, and I'm gonna do that. So everyone listening, please go become a member or go check out HeelsForLife.org. Like, look at what's going on there. Helps us continue to do things like this. I'll also though, Keyshawn, leave some space for you to plug your YouTube channel. We need an ad here something that's going to get people to go subscribe and listen so we can blow that thing up. So we want you to wrap it up this week, plugging your NIL stuff. Okay. 
Well, it's your boy Keyshawn. Appreciate y'all for having me on the show. Uh, I don't know if like my name will be. My name is Keyshawn K E E S H A W N on Instagram, uh, Twitter, everything, and uh, on YouTube is Big Country. And also, I have a website www.bigcountry6.com. Uh, Let's do it. And also, they got custom jerseys now. So go get your Keyshawn jersey. It's uh, oh, yeah. the link is link. I know is on like GoHeels.com. It's also going to be on. Um, like UNC football has it posted on Instagram. So y'all go check that out. Get the jersey, heelsforlife.org, and follow Keyshawn on everything. Appreciate it. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Sample, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.